Did you know there's a Disney souvenir that is worth more than a house? Let's discuss. Welcome to Princess and Scoundrel, where we take you along our scrappily ever after from fantasy land to tattooing and everything in between. I'm Sarah. And I'm Steven. And we're talking about souvenirs at Disney World. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, there's there's a lot. There's a lot. So <laughs> it's the season. It is the season. It's the holidays. It's the season of giving. We all buy gifts for one another. And we're taking a trip to Disney World right before Christmas. Yeah. And we're like, should we do some shopping while we're there? Yeah. I mean, I think that was like, it's a good opportunity because there's like little things here and there that we're like, oh, you know what? Let's pick this up. Let's pick this up, you know, for family members or, you know, for one another. And for ourselves. <laughs> for ourselves sometimes. <laughs> um, but it's funny because, you know, I, it's one of those things that you kind of mention like, hey, we're going. And then you start thinking, right? Or I start thinking mm -hmm. like, okay, what, what, what's something there that I, I want or that I've been eyeing and, you know, maybe it's the, you know, use the, the season as an opportunity to pick it up. Right. So we made a list. We checked it. Yeah, we're checking Not it once, twice. but twice. And we started looking at some of the souvenirs that you can buy at Disney. Now we have a plethora of spirit jerseys. Yeah. I don't know that we need any more. Yeah, I don't. Um, maybe, maybe uh, there, I did see a cute no, one. No comments. I know. Keep, continue, continue. <laughs> but we were looking at souvenirs and came up with some of the expensive souvenirs that you could buy at Disney. Because it's the holiday season, you think of something that you're not typically going to get on a normal trip. Or I, again, from my perspective, is like, what's something a little bit that was out of my reach before that I might right. consider? Treat yourself. Yeah, treat yourself. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, we. We looked at, I guess we're going to say our top 10 most expensive uh, souvenirs, merch items at Disney, at the Disney parks. Yes. And for the first time in our lives, we got on Shop Disney and we sorted highest to lowest instead of <laughs> lowest to highest. Like everybody jokes, like, why is this option even here? It's for this specific podcast episode. <laughs> it came in so clutch. Also, because... Once you get that uh, that sticker shock, you're kind of <laughs> like, is there a more affordable option? <laughs> Which is what we like we, to like, stick to. We, before we get ahead of ourselves, like, there is there a more affordable option? So I think that's what we try to do. We try to, here is that expensive merch item, and then here's an alternative. Or, as we like to call it, bougie versus budget. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of clutches, let's go look at purses handbags, backpacks, those types of things. And all of these things are things that you can buy on Disney property. So either one of the four parks at Disney World, some of them are at Disneyland or at Disney Springs. Um, that said, purses, handbags, those types of things. There are, I think, three like luxury brands that they sell at the Disney parks, which is Dooney and Burke, Kate Spade, and Coach. And they're all Disney branded in a way that fits within that luxury brand. So Dooney and Burke is a lot of like repeating patterns. Kate Spade, you have the typical very extract or stark contrast of like black, white, pinks, reds, polka dots, bows. And they focus pretty much, I think almost exclusively on Minnie Mouse. And then Coach, which we all know what the Coach pattern is and what that looks like, but they'll stick in like little 
Mickey's and little characters here and there. So it's really cute. And if those are your things, I'm not a purse person, <laughs> but if that's your thing and you just want like a little touch of Disney, those are absolutely perfect, but they can run you anywhere from there, anywhere from like $200 to $400. Yeah. I think that's definitely, um, and you know, those prices, I, again, I, you're not really a purse person, so I don't really know like how expensive they could get, but I have seen like Le Bouton purses and you know, all these different Louis Gucci, Vuitton. Louis Vuitton. <laughs> that's how much of non-purse yeah. okay, people we are. How, how much? What? And there's Louis, that's the shoes. That's the shoe. That's okay, the red okay. bottom shoe. So sorry. I'm, sorry. I'm not a fashion fashionista, but uh, but then there's Gucci and all these other brands that they're really expensive. Yeah. For these, you know, purses. Um, yeah. So I mean, it doesn't shock me that mm -hmm. they're those prices. Uh, but they are cute. I mean, they're they're really know, they're cute. Little, little patterns, little purses that you know you carry on. Yeah, but if you don't want to spend that much, do I have an option for you? <laughs> and I think that's it's like I'm I'm waiting. I'm like eagerly, <laughs> like just kind of you know waiting for. I was like, I know what what you're gonna say. Because you do know like, what I'm gonna say, and you know, yes, it's a budget version. And we're talking about lounge flies here, but here's why it's also not so much of a budget version. <laughs> Um, I bought my first lounge fly. We're recording this in December. I bought my first one in September and then I bought my second one one day after I bought my first one. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I've gone to a Disney park since maybe I haven't. I, I without buying one. Yes. But here's the thing is I think because lounge flies and lounge flies are around like 70, 80 bucks typically, and they can go up from there based off of what they've got going on with them, whatever the, the theme is. Um, but I think because it's cheaper, you're like, well, I mean, I could get another one. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the thing is they're, they're really fun. You know, they're really cool, like little bags. They have different themes and you could really use it as an accessory. Yeah. Because some of them are like, you know, kind of more dressed up feeling. You could, you know, have it with your rose gold spare jersey and go with the whole theme or go a little fun with star wars and you know have the bantha and, or the x-wing type of thing so it's like yeah they have like you know everything and then, then now they even have like wallets and yeah they've and got other stuff, stuff too. Like so they kind of have the whole gamut right there and but yeah, yeah like you said i it, that's where it becomes not budget because buying one you're okay buying multiple mm. it could really hmm. snowball on you and like you said it I bought my first one because it had a Bantha on it. And so I was like, well, I don't have a purse for when I'm Betty Bantha. A Bantha <laughs> backpack is perfect. Yeah. And so I bought that one. And then we were at D23 and I was like, well, I want the, I want the exclusive lounge fly, <laughs> which is just like spirit jerseys. Yeah. It's, no, just I, a, it's, it's a slippery slope. And I've been warned that it's a slippery slope and I'm still going down it. I think that's where it's interesting on any, like with lounge flies and spirit jerseys, it, it's like a almost like a collector collector's item where there's these certain shirts, you know, certain purses that come out or backpacks that come out for not necessarily a short amount of time, but just there's a limited quantity and then they move on to the next one. And not because they're just trying to make it exclusive, but it's just like they're constantly coming up with different designs. And yeah. so it's like new inventory, new inventory. And then, it becomes exclusive. And then it's a unicorn. Yeah. But the good thing about spirit jerseys and lounge flies is that they're functional at least. 
this probably isn't as functional, but I think this is the next item on our list that kind of ups the price, and that is lightsabers. <sighs> and I know we know of people that have spent quite a few credits on custom <laughs> lightsabers, but one of those things, the Savi's custom lightsabers, I think they come out to be uh, about two fifty. Yep, two fifty uh, before tax now. Yeah, two fifty a saber. Uh, I think the interesting thing on that is there's that bit of custom customization to it, and then there's the the experience that comes along with it, mm-hmm. which is it's the same price as a legacy saber uh, from from the parks, right? And um, depending on which saber you yeah, get, there's, and the there's, blade, there's, there's yeah. like a little bit of a range, um, and yeah, it, it's. It's an awesome, and especially now they have new, which is is really cool that they have the new pieces, new scrap metal. Right. Uh, so they're trying to keep it fresh, you know, having a rotation of it. So uh, that's very interesting. Right. And you can get more expensive lightsabers outside of the parks from third-party suppliers, but in the Disney parks, if you want a lightsaber, Savvy's Workshop. And I think that's the thing is like, if you are an avid lightsaber, you know, Enthusiast. Enthusiast. Well, I mean, <laughs> yeah. you're gonna have you're gonna know where to go to get these different sabers and right. what's a trustworthy uh vendor. But sometimes when you're in the park, you're in the moment and you know, you wanna have a lightsaber right in front of the Millennium Falcon, these are great options. Oh yeah. And but if you're kind of weary on that price, one of the other options are the ones that you could build at Tattooing Traders or even, and I, I almost have a preference to them, is the ones in the like shop cart. There's like the carts. Yeah, There's the like ones the that really, push. The, because those are something we could give to the kids. I could grab one. Like, again, you're in the moment. You grab them and you could, you know, hit them together. Which, interestingly, those actually have um, the the haptic feedback when you yeah. hit the blades. Which the legacy ones don't, so I th- I think that's like a little bit of a plus. Oh really? Yeah. Hmm, I didn't know that. But, but yeah. you know, again, the quality is different. It's plastic. It's a you know kid's toy, but you get to have fun with it. It's not bad though. Yeah, and, and then, I think then, they're like thirty dollars. I think either Tatooine Traders and the ones that they sell in like the little carts they push around. Yeah, they're like thirty bucks. And they're the Tatooine bad. Traders are kind of like um, the build. Uh, it's like a Savvy's. Well, it it's it reminds me more of like the Hasbro, uh, build, you know, build lightsabers. They're they're more a little bit more clunky. Mm. They're plastic, but they you could put together a couple pieces and you get to customize it. Yeah, you could you could customize it. So, again, it's a if it's for the kids or even for the adults. Like if you just want to have like a something there, uh, I think it's a pretty good you know viable option. So, it's a nice like alternative to Asabi's lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah, Dano. There's options out there. (laughs) (laughs) Number three on our list is art. So you can get into a lot of trouble with art. (laughs) Art can be very expensive. So if you want to look at art at Disney throughout the year, they have the Wonderground Gallery at Disney Springs, and then there is Art of Disney in Epcot. And I don't know too much about art. Just like with purses, like we're not super into that. But... There are, I don't want to say a handful, probably more than that, of artists that are pretty big in the Disney realm. 
And so they're featured in these stores and their art is, can be really expensive. Now they do have prints that are cheaper, but if you're wanting to buy like a nice canvas print, it can run you 600 plus dollars, thousands of dollars in some cases. And again, I think it's one of those things that it's not special to Disney because art in general, like, you know, genuine art, it, it can be expensive. Uh, you know, cause there's this just like, genuine art. Well, but, but I mean, it's like, it, it's, um, you know, like art, not a print, not yeah. a print. Uh, it, it could be really expensive, you know, you know, and there, there's just an appreciation for the different types of arts. And, um, it just happens to be a Mickey or, you know, some Disney theme. And that's where they get us. We talked <laughs> about this in the last episode is that we feel so emotionally attached to Disney that we want to display the things that make us happy like Disney does in our homes. And so getting a Thomas Kincaid, that's a beautiful like landscape of, of beasts castle and Rapunzel on the, the lake. Those are cool things that you want, but you're going to have to pay for them if you want like the big (laughs) prints of them, but budget options. Yes, there are prints available that you can get for about $25 or and I will use the full term. I will not acronym it, but there's Festival of the Arts, um, which runs in the beginning of the year at Epcot. And the really cool thing about it is that it's not just showcasing the artists that are typically highlighted in the stores year round. It's showing even more artists that have a focus on Disney and you can buy the big art prints. You can buy the canvas. You can meet the artists, which is really yeah, neat. And so you can cool. buy their art and get them to sign it and talk to them. Uh, but you can get postcards for as cheap as like $10, $15. I think that's the cool thing is that there is kind of that scalable option where if you really like something, you could, you know, make that, you know, bite the bullet and get that big painting that you, you know, it could be this big centerpiece in, in your living room. Or if you're like, I really love this art and I really want to support this artist, let me get these, you know, smaller prints or even the postcards type of thing. So you could have like here, I know that this, this artist is like an awesome artist and I want to display this in some way. And you could, uh, you know, again, get the smaller prints and something a little bit easy, you know, within your, within your budget, yeah, within your budget. You might be like us and we have dozens of people. <laughs> well, to buy I think for. That's, that's the, <laughs> that's the, the hard part is because like, uh, you know, we kind of make that a point when we go to like cons because we love like just, looking at different artists and trying to get something new. And, and the thing is, is like getting an actual hand painted, hand drawn painting or, or picture, you know, you're paying for it. And, and, yeah. and it's nothing against the artist. Like that is what they're valued at. Yeah. But I, it's just without, you know, just within my reach or it's not within my reach. Right. Uh, but they also give that option of here's a, you know, a print of it. So it's not the original, but it, at least it's something that I could appreciate them for. And another maybe pro tip is because it is really far away from Christmas since it happens right after Christmas. If you have somebody that really admires like a Disney artist that's going to be featured at Festival of the Arts, meeting them and getting some sort of print of some kind and getting that signed would make for a really awesome gift. Yeah. I think the the, the hard part on that is be, because there is art that you can't find. Yeah. I think there was... A, when we went to the Festival of the you Arts. You can't see it. Art of Danny. Uh, <laughs> I but want there, him. <laughs> yeah, but there was um, that other artist where she had the 
Padme and Princess Leia. Oh, uh, yeah. And she was there, but she didn't have that print. Yeah. And it was one of those, like she said, they might have it at World of Disney or somewhere else. And if you bring it back, she'll sign it for you type of thing. But, you know, that's one of those like, oh, you know, gut wrenching where you're like, she's here. The artist is here. And I want like this certain painting or this picture to be signed by her, but they don't have it there. So if you do see it, probably pick it up. And if you something you want, pick it up. Pick it up for sure. Yeah, that's that's a very good tip because those prints run out and sometimes it takes a while for them to restock them. So on to number four. If art isn't your thing, maybe watches are your thing. So this is kind of similar to your your purses conundrum. You know, I don't necessarily, you know, we, we're kind of the, the technology. We just get an Apple watch and don't pay attention to it, you know, pay attention to it at all. But some people really do get into watches. Yeah. And Disney has some semi, they're, I guess, citizen watches. So it's, they range from $350 to four $500 uh, range, which I don't think is incredibly expensive for watch, again, you know, uh, watch prices because, you know, I know of other name brand, you know, high-end brands, Movado or Rolex or something like that. It's nowhere near that price. Rolexes are so expensive. <laughs> I didn't realize how well, there's expensive. There's a lot that goes into, I mean, it, it's, it's, there's a lot that goes into it, but, um, and then too, when we were looking at it, you're like, they look exactly the same. They all look the same. <laughs> <laughs> so there's like no difference. They're Watches like, are not our game. <laughs> the, the crazy thing is, is like, I've seen videos that there literally is like minuscule differences between them. And that's what makes them one more valuable than the other. So it's, it's like a, like Pokemon cards or like any kind of obsession. Any collectibles, that somebody yeah. Um, but that's one of those things that we, we kind of looked at and it's like, man, that's, that's a pretty steep price to pay for a watch. But if you don't want to spend that kind of money on a watch, you, they do have, I don't think there's a brand to them. It's just like the Disney brand of watches that you can also, you can buy those in Magic Kingdom. So if you want the Citizens watches, those are at Uptown Jewelers in Magic Kingdom. If you want a more budget-friendly option, you can go to the Emporium and they have just Disney branded watches that are around like $55. And they're cute. I mean, they're clearly not that luxury high-end brand, but they're nice watches. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the ones that we saw, they were, you know, the classic Mickey with the hands, uh, you know, that that's kind of like that old school one. Uh, but they had some really subtle ones too with like little like silver Mickey heads around them. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I think if you're, you know, someone that wears watches, it just adding to your collection, having a, you know, different, different option for different outfits type of thing is, yeah. is not a bad thing. So I, I don't know. I think again, if I was more of a watch person, then it would be like, oh man, I really need to get this particular one. Cause especially right now. A lot of the merch, there's like kind of the special edition because it's the 50th. So they've created these different different options of 50th specific yeah. things. My vote for budget wrist options was a Magic Band Plus. <laughs> and I, you vetoed me on this one. But I think it's a good option because like us, we don't wear watches except for our Apple Watch, which mine's dead. But well, a Magic Band is a good one because it's when you wear it on wrist. Two, it looks like a watch, <laughs> but it's one of those things that's kind of like a luxury in the parks now where people don't necessarily want to spend, you know, the 30, 40 bucks on them. 
So if you know somebody that's going to the parks, I think Magic Band Plus is a good option. Yeah, I mean, it's... It's not going to tell you what time it is. Yeah, that, I think that's the part. It's like if they could have something where it, it could give you the time. Like if they made it where it's a, a bit of a pedometer or, you know, a little bit of a, a Fitbit type of thing. That would be amazing. Like that would be a, a nice little uh, meld of Magic Band and... You know what would be great is if they could somehow link that to like your Play Disney Parks app and that way you could earn points or to something. Get stickers or something like yeah, that. Something. Yeah, something. I mean, it I I think that's it, it gets you more interested in like that band. Yeah. You know, like it, more importance on, you know, more emphasis on it, so. And wearability in the house or at home when you're not on vacation. You think they'll let you count your steps at home? Only in the parks. No, oh, come on. <laughs> Another big souvenir is plushes, stuffed animals. Oh, so now we're getting kind of, because I, I remember what when we were looking at this, like the prices are starting to jump now. The prices jump now. Yes. We're going from, no, I mean, it's, yes, it's expensive. <laughs> <laughs> this is not a gift I will be giving this holiday season. But the bougie luxury version of a stuffed animal is brought to us by Coach. You can buy it at, I believe, Magic Kingdom. It is a plush, and I think they have, I don't know if it's the Fab Five, but it's at least four of them. They're $600 a piece, and they're cute, but when you saw them, you're like, oh, but that Mickey's real nice. Oh, it, it is. It's a leather, it's like a a leather plush. Literally leather, like yeah, coach made, leather. Yeah, coach, coach leather, and it's it looks like the, you know, wonderful world of Mickey, Mickey, and I, it that Mickey, that interpretation of Mickey is my favorite one. And I, when I, I saw it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I, I kind of like it. But again, it's just, it's more of, I think, a, a piece that you'll get and have it, you know, like, like, like this. Like you know? in your background of yeah, your podcast. Like, yeah. <laughs> so I, I think that's where it'll come in, you know, people will use it. It's not going to be something that's just going to be, you know, played with or you know it's more of a display piece we're not giving that to our daughter <laughs> not at all but that one actually i remember it's at art of disney in okay. epcot so not in magic kingdom although i'm sure you can find it yeah they're they're gonna the, find ways like to the, sell the that mickey looks real cool and donald I, again i just like there's a, a strong connection that i have but the don you know it, it's and it's interesting because it's like it it's all leather and I, I i haven't felt it but i'm assuming it's a little bit more soft than you know it's a. It's not like uh, a purse. Yeah, it's not like a purse, but yeah, it's it's it, it looked really nice. They look really nice. They do. Like if if you were like into having like stuffed animals, that's a very very cool piece. So what you're saying is the bougie options we presented so far haven't piqued your interest, but now that we're ramping up in price, the, yeah, I mean, you're getting more and more <laughs> excited about these. Well, things. and I think that's that's the part of it where when we were looking at these items, there was the stuff that. Again, we, you know, we're not necessarily into, per, you know, you're not into purses, but like lounge flies, like we're kind of both into, like there's really cool options for that, like as just bags and, and wallets and stuff like that. You know, we didn't really talk about spirit jerseys, but it's something that we could, it's pr kind of practical. Um, I think that's usually the thing too, for us is like, we're very boring, very, like very practical, practical things. things. Uh, and, you know, multi-purpose use, whereas like a lot of these things have been just single, you know, single purpose or display use. items yeah. or those types of things. So. But if you don't want to spend $600 on a stuffed animal, you 
can pick up a plush anywhere in the park, pretty much like any of the, the more, I don't want to say generic, but the more like widely available souvenirs are offered at any of the big gift shops. So there's a, usually one big gift shop in each of the four parks. And then there's world of Disney at Disney Springs, which is just this massive gift shop. I think that would be my like go-to if you're looking for a plush go check that out first. There's a huge wall yeah. of plushes and they usually have some kind of deal on there if you buy like five or more. <laughs> so, no, I don't think it's that many, but if you buy a bunch, they discount them, but they're around $25, I think, to start. And then they go up from there. Yeah, and and again, I think that's kind of like the lounge fly situation where because it's a little bit lower, you're kind of like, ah, I'll get two, I'll get three. Um, they do have, I know, again, with the 50th, they have like special ones that are a little bit more expensive than the normal normal priced ones but and i think that's just kind of with pretty much anything they anything they, they, they have do. a nice like range of you know simple just a mickey or you know this special vintage you know steamboat willy type of mickey or whatever right because of the anniversary so thank you for segueing into number six <laughs> on our list <laughs> which is mickey ears not many ears mickey ears i mean i think this is like quintessential Disney, right? Okay. So if you were excited about the coach stuffed animal, I'm excited about these Mickey ears. And here's why I don't, ugh, I'm going to go on record and say it. I don't like mini ears. I think they're adorable. I love seeing them on people. I love how much joy they make people like bring to people. They hurt my head. <laughs> I've got a weird shaped head. I've got a square head. And so that band comes around and just like pokes me in the back of the ears and I get a headache and I used to just power through it. Remember? And yeah. you'd be like, take your ears off. I was like, I can't. It completes the outfit. <laughs> <laughs> if I've learned my lesson, I stopped wearing them. So I love a Mickey hat. I love the little, where it looks like the Mickey Mouse Clubhouse yeah. ears. I love mine. I got mine embroidered with my name on them. There is a version for the 50th anniversary that is gold and encrusted with gems. I don't know what kind of gems they are, but this thing goes for a thousand dollars. Yeah. A thousand dollars. Do you take an AP discount on that? <laughs> you would ask him, yeah, do you? Please. So that's at the very high end of it. They have some mini ears that are very similar to that, have a beautiful velvet bow, have the the encrusted ears. I want to say that one was $750. And then they have another one that's a little bit cheaper that doesn't, it's no gems. It's just like embossed leather. Well, and don't they have um, the designer ones? Because I remember there was that. It was like a beanie one that I was wanting. Oh yeah, you wanted that one. Uh, but and again, that's just it's a different option. But it was you know those were real cool. But I think the main thing from again how we've kind of said with these more expensive items, it doesn't seem practical. Like these are things that you get. Maybe that the day that you get it, you go out to the parks, take a couple pictures. Not a couple. If I'm buying a thousand dollar hat, that is the goal of the day is take pictures of me Every. everywhere. Every single step I take. Not but, in the bathroom. But then the bathroom then, breaks and then back to pictures. <laughs> but then it goes home and, and you put it like in a glass case. And yeah. You, you know, um, but yeah, I think that's, you know, again, it, it looks really nice. But one of the, so, you know, our budget friendly option. Right is of course just getting the classic ears. And one of the, one caveat that we should say is we're talking about things you can specifically buy in the Disney parks. There are tons of people that make Mickey ears on Etsy and other places and art and all of these things that you can get. Yeah. 
outside of the parks. But if you're in the parks and you're shopping, this this is what we're we're covering here. Yeah, and and good point out, you know, good that you're pointing that out because those, you know, gold encrusted ears, they could be made, you know, That's a lot cheaper. Yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm assuming, again, I don't know if the crystals are some kind real. of real gem crystals or something. And that's what you're actually paying for. But there's workmanship that goes into it that, you know, you're paying for. And then the, the, the Mickey tax, but <laughs> it, it's, uh, but I'm pretty sure you can make, you know, something like that at the house, you know, put a little elbow grease into it and you get a nice, you know, product. Something you made yourself, but yeah, mini ears, I think are, are one of those things like a lounge fly. It's not necessarily personal. It's not holding your water bottle for you, but I would say functional in some aspects. Something a little bit more practical is jewelry. Um, I'd say it's about the same well, practical I, level. I think it's something that you could wear on a more normal basis. Right. You're not, you're not just wearing your jewelry at the park. Yeah. yeah. And so, you you know, when you're at home and, you you know, you have earrings or necklaces, bracelets, whatever. I'm literally not wearing any jewelry right now except for these like bow <laughs> earrings. You're, you're in you're in the the the, the season, um, but you know some of that jewelry we saw that it can range from a thousand to five thousand dollars for pieces. The bougie options. The bougie options. Yeah. So if you're going to like Ever After in Disney Springs or you're going to Uptown Jewelers in Magic Kingdom, that's where the price tags get some extra zeros on them. Yeah, and and I, I think again I think that you're paying for the the jewelry itself, like there, there's just the these metals yeah. and the gems and whatever it is that they're putting into it, whether it's, so, I, I think it's, that's more practical than, than, uh, some of these other things that we've talked about so far. And jewelry makes great gifts. Yeah. It's easy because you know, you can probably buy something that, that people don't have. I think I got two pieces of, of Disney jewelry for Christmas last year yeah. and I'm like, yep, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> well, again, it just has that little bit of you know, a little hint of what you, what you love. And, yeah. and then, you know, again, you could wear it on a more daily basis. Yeah. You can't like drop your kids off at school in many years. <laughs> typically well, you, can. you can, but like not every day you do that. But yeah, I can wear my little Minnie Mouse studs and it's all good. Yeah. So yeah, you do have budget options though at pretty much any gift shop. I believe there's always the stands with the cute little necklaces and the earrings and they have the birthstone earrings and all these cute things. So you do have options that I think start at $20. Yeah. And I, I think that's like a very viable option. And again, it's, it's a practical thing Like you're not going to get diamonds or, you know, crystals in it no. or, you know, it's not going to be super precious metals. They're going to be, you know, don't try to bite it. It might break. <laughs> <laughs> but again, it's, it's a nice little, you know, costume jewelry or, you know, even, you know, they have, like, it ranges, again, they have a nice, like, range of type of jewelry. So, I think they, they kind of leave that one open for, you know, everybody to have some kind of option. So, number eight on our list. I'm so excited to talk about this one <laughs> because we happened upon this by doing our Shop Disney sort by largest to highest amount or highest I to lowest amount. We found out, and just by happenstance, this got released yesterday. There is, oh, I should talk about what we're talking about. Costumes. Yeah. There is a Cinderella costume for girls. It's a thousand dollars. And we're uh, kids. Kids. Yeah. Yeah. Kids. Whoever wants to wear yeah. it, whoever can fit in it can wear it. A thousand dollars. Yeah. What? 
yeah, I I was kind of like, wait, what? Like, why? And then you told me it was like, oh, it lights up, it has motion activated, yeah, wand. And- so it's a the dress itself has lights in the skirt. Then there's a wand that lights up, and then there's a metal tiara that also lights up. But the lights in the dress can either light up with wand activation or motion activation. So if you're spinning That's around, cool. I know. <laughs> I wonder how big the sizes get. <laughs> how cute is that? Yeah, super cute. It, the problem is that it's for kids because they're going to grow out of it. Yeah. Well, and I think that's that kind of leads into our our budget options is up until this point, the most expensive ones that we had seen are like the ones at the at Bibbidi Bobbidi Boutique. Yeah. And those range from They can be a few hundred dollars, but you can get them as cheap as I think. Well, out the Disney normal Disney costume, the princess like costume 50 bucks yeah. and up. It just and depends on how fancy you want to be. I think you know, with our daughter in particular, you know, we get her a couple different ones because she's constantly changing which character, you know, and I think that's the fun part. It's just, you know, what character they want to, you know, play as. Yep. Um, and that, I don't know, It this one's a really hard one for me <laughs> because if our daughter starts eyeing it and she gives me her little puppy eyes. Oh my God, you're such a pushover, dude. <laughs> Good God. So I don't like, you're please keep me away builder. from it. <laughs> I'm going to bring fairy lights. <laughs> And some duct tape. <laughs> We're just going to slap it on there and be like, you're good. Let's go. I'm going to have to like pull you away uh, from yeah. the window. So caveat on this one. I don't think this one's being sold in the parks just yet. Okay. I would almost guarantee though that it's going to be offered at Bippity Boppity Boutique at some point because why wouldn't you sell it there? Yeah. But it, And it's weird that they did this like soft release. They didn't announce it or anything from what I could tell with like my, my Google searching. Yeah. They just kind of, it just appeared. Maybe they're just trying to see see what it, it does, if it makes any noise or anything like that. Because then what if they get other princesses too? I mean, I, and I think this is, again, one of those things that we're talking about things that can only be bought at the parks. Right. Yeah. And, you know, I think we kind of mentioned this before with like the cosplayer stuff. They're like, you know, slapping some fairy lights under a dress, you're getting that same, you know kind of look right and if you really want to get into it you get you know like an arduino to get that twinkle to get the The motion motion activated like all these different functions to it it's like but here is a turnkey option right you know here is just like you're buying it at the park it it's already done for you yeah but if you're willing and able to do it there you could you could really do anything it's just you know, sitting down and doing it. And that's the interesting thing about this. And especially that they didn't make some kind of announcement on it is because it is very much a cosplayer type costume. It's not just a dress. It's not just a wand that lights up. There's interactivity to it, much like you would see a cosplayer yeah. do. But well, I, I'm, I mean, when you talk about the cosplay stuff, you know, we didn't know how to categorize it, but like the stuff at Galaxy's Edge, mm. like there's a lot of that type of kind of costuming that we didn't really know to put it in the bougie or the budget because you can't really get other types of like costume type clothes at, you know at at the parks of yeah. that same, same like it sort. is what it is yeah like that is what we get but I really I'm 
I'm really liking that they're putting these type of costumes for, you know, the big kids, right? What, like you? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like the adults, I'm sorry. I didn't sorry. know if you meant like, like which way no, did you No, 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 no. I'm talking about like the adults, you know, the big kids that want to dress up. I know you want up. that new jacket yeah, they have like, on Batu. Yeah. I know. But, but it's like, you know, it's the same thing with the 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 pilot costumes and, 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 the, and all the Jedi robes and stuff like that. It's a, it's a fun option for, you know, adults, the people that could actually spend that money. Yeah. And we didn't put this on the list, but you used to be able to, and I don't know if you can anymore, you could buy... A, a stormtrooper kit. Yeah, that was an interesting one because it was a full kit. I don't remember the price of I don't it. Remember. Um, and I don't know that they still sell it anymore. No, the I, price I saw was like eleven hundred dollars, but it was from like five years ago. And so I'm like, I don't want to bring that in here because we don't we don't know if it's available. Yeah, I, I don't think it is. I think at the time that's when it was um, the vendor was a Novos. I don't know that it was a Novos. The helmets were. Were they? Yeah. Oh, okay. So I'm I'm almost certain that's what they were. But again, I don't, yeah, I don't that, know. That's kind of like we remember them, but we didn't like we couldn't find anything we on them. We were again. not buying yeah. that kind of, we weren't balling but out again, at Disney then. It, it's one of those things that there's the five oh first and building your own and you know having the exact same thing at a fraction of that price. So what if you walked into Disney one day? You walk into Launch Bay at Hollywood Studios, you say that droid. I want to take them home. How much? <laughs> and you can do that at Droid Depot. Well, you can take home a life-size R2, though. Yeah. Not yeah. at Droid Depot. Can you buy it at Droid Depot? That's where it's at. It's not at Oh, Launch it's not Bay. at Launch Bay? No. Oh, I thought it was at Launch Bay. Yeah. No, it's 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 over at Droid Depot. Oh. And it is a whopping $25,000. But you have, <laughs> you have firsthand knowledge of, like, how much time it takes to build these things. Yes. Because I can't imagine that there is just a warehouse somewhere that has thousands of life-size R2s just like ready to go, like ship it out, two-day shipping. So I imagine this being similar to um, they, they're them building a, you know, a set number, you know, say it's, you know, 100, 200 or whatever. And that's all they're making. Like they sourced it out to make this amount mm -hmm. and that's what they have on hand. And once they're sold out, they're sold out unless again, they, or maybe they, they see it's getting low and yeah, yeah, they, they decide something else, but it is not something that you just like, like I could almost guarantee all these were, you know, handmade by one of the builders that, you know, contributes to, to our groups. That's wild. Yeah. And as far as the pricing, again, you could, Go from building, you know, 3D printed, styrene, aluminum, or, you know, or wood, you know, how, however you, the, the manufacturer, like how you make it, th the price varies. Right. And so I think that's the thing to really look at, you know, I've, I haven't seen the, or really got to take apart the R2, so I don't have like, you know, the full details on it. Uh, I know there's been videos of people that have bought it and they get the instruction book, which is nice. Um, but the one part of it for me, again, as a droid builder, is there's like that blood, sweat, and tears that goes into you building it. And you know that droid kind of in and out. Whereas like if you're buying it, there's not that same like, okay, well, I don't know its little quirks about this one particular. Right. There shouldn't be. Again, when they sell you, like, again, they they... They kind of put this package together. There shouldn't be issues. So I'm assuming that there is going to be 
some kind support? of support for it. Yeah. Hopefully. Uh, for that but price? They can, but they can be finicky. You, you know, you know, when I, you know, haven't charged BB in a while and. And he runs into the wall and, and something weird happens. You're like, oh man, what is going on? Yeah. That dent in our wall. <laughs> yes. I remember that. <laughs> but you know, it, it's one of those like weird things. But if you're not ready for a life-size R2, you know, you're not ready to put the, the money down for that, for that small car, you could go to Joy Depot and build your own little, you know, R2, BB-8. Uh, chopper now. Chopper now. So, uh, and those are run you for like $100. They're a little more. I think it's 120 okay. 130 now. But yeah, I, I think that's like a really fun option. And, you know, especially when you have groups like, like Dano's groups where they have like these, like you take this kind of out of the box, you know, this factory droid and you customize it to your liking, you know, to your flavor. And it, it's kind of your own where you don't feel like, okay, I've spent so much because I couldn't see somebody buying this huge life-size R2 and then saying, I'm going to repaint it. <sighs> now the builders, they'll build up a whole, you know, their own, you yeah. know, SK, you know, whatever. Right. But someone that's, you know, laying down some cash for that. I don't see them just saying, okay, well, let's repaint the whole thing. Right. How many, <laughs> I'm not going to do the math in my head right now. You buy so many of the Droid Depot droids for the cost of that. You could have an army. You can. <laughs> you <laughs> I can. don't know if you have the space for it, but you could have a full army yeah. of droids. Yeah. I mean, again, on this one, again, because there's that, that close connection with, you know, for me, I would highly recommend saying, you know what, make that effort and make it because again, you're, you're going to love it even more because it's yours. Yes. But you spent so much time. Yes. So there was, there was a lot of time spent. There was a ton of time. You had to buy a lot of materials. I mean, you don't have to, you can go and sort just like with cosplay, you can go and source these things, but you got 3d printers and filament and 3d modeling stuff. And you had to learn how to solder and do all of these things and learn all these skills. And sometimes people just don't have the capacity or like me, like I could never. I, and I would say that that price is not outlandish. Like, it's not like, oh my gosh, this is like, they're completely ripping you off. It, the, depending on how it's, it's built, you know, the dome, it, that's probably a custom dome. If the aluminum it, like all the pieces are aluminum, all that's got to get milled. So it becomes pretty expensive. Yeah. Like just get just parts, like not even labor. The, the, the labor and, and, and putting the electronics together, but just the parts itself becomes very expensive. And I could, you know, again, attest from, you know, printing, you know, time and, and effort like went into BB. Rebuying parts yeah, re because something got fried. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, when electronics, you, you kill these these little servos and motors that are crazy expensive. You know, it that's on a smaller scale, but yeah, it it is not fun. Yeah, but number ten on our list. This is the big one. Oh my god, you could buy a house. Yeah, a house. When you told me, I was like, "Wait, what?" Did you do the like the fainting? Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just walked away. I was like, "No, I'm not gonna even humor this because I don't want you to even." think that we're 
looking at it. I mean, did you see the pictures though? It's kind of, I mean, it's, it's pretty nice. So there is a souvenir that you can buy in the Disney parks that costs just as much or more than a house at $250,000. And the irony of it is that it is a castle. (laughs) (laughs) So why buy a house when you can buy a castle? castle. But it's, you can't live in it. I don't know how big it is. I actually don't know the scale of it, but it looks like it's probably around three feet tall. But it is a bejeweled, bedazzled castle, if you will. It's at Ariba's Brothers in Disney Springs. And they made it specifically for the 50th anniversary. They made 50 of them. And it is on display there. So if if that's not your thing and you don't want these, I think they're crystals. I'm pretty sure they're crystals. Yeah. If you don't want, and we did the, we didn't do the full math on it, but there's almost like 700,000 crystals on this thing. So it's like less than a dollar a crystal. <laughs> Look at that value. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't want to go with that option, you're like 250,000. That's too crazy. There's a $50,000 option. Oh, okay. They're, now we're uh, there in, you in go. both parts. That's the budget option. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the budget option, but that one's also at Ariba's Brothers. I want to go see them. Now that we're talking about it, yeah, I, I'm I'm down to go see them just to like, oh, wow. Like that's what they wow. are. Wow. Because they made 50 of these, the really expensive ones for the 50th anniversary. And they're going to keep them, keep selling them until they sell out because they can't put it at like a markdown store. Yeah. After <laughs> the 50th anniversary is over, which I'm sure so much of this like 50th anniversary merch is going to make its way over to those those stores. So they have, they're going to keep it on display. So I don't know if we'll make it to Disney Springs this trip, but I really want to go see it now. Cause just the, it like glows, it shines. Well, and I think again, the, the part of it that you're looking at is one, you know, the crystals, however much, you know, each of those costs, there's, there's that cost, but that craftsmanship that goes like to be placing each one of these by hand, I'm sure. So I think that's the part to think about. And the thing is the model, like on that, we were kind of talking about, okay, well, what, what's a budget option of this? And <laughs> I like how your budget option was like, well, there's like cookie jars at uh, Magic Listen. Kingdom. <laughs> and I'm like, Sarah. When you Sarah, put it that way. <laughs> I was like, Sarah, are you really t- coming at me with some cookie jar stuff? But, I- <laughs> but yes, there, I think there's other like, model like kind of centerpiece pieces that you could have yes um like in your house type of thing and they're a lot cheaper options uh the only thing is is like again you kind of were looking at the epcot ball like the cookie the jar. spaceship art the yeah. one that i bought so, and brought my carry-on specifically on my last trip so i could carry it back safely yeah and, and but it, it's you know it's cute but there's like uh there's aspects of it that are, they don't line up. They, again, there's. It's a the lid because qu- it's a jar. The, yeah. The, the quality uh, is a little bit subpar compared to what I'm assuming, what I would hope of what this castle is. Well, fair enough. So I think that that's the part of it is like, there's so much detail that goes into these type of things. And that's the part that kind of always gets lost because, you know, even in cosplays, like, the details, like the the hard work goes into those really small details that they could be glazed over and there's like, oh, there's nothing. I was like, but no, that, that took me 24 hours to just try to get something to fit right. And when I wear it, it looks where it's supposed to be. And, and there's a lot of work that goes into it. So I think that's the thing is like, 
there's a lot of work that went into that castle and putting it together and, you know, sticking each one of those little crystals on there. Oh, yeah, for sure. And then this, if you're like saying it's three feet or assuming, that's fairly big to be covering every. So, like, how big is this space right here? Could it fit? (laughs) (laughs) In our background. People that are listening, Sarah's pointing to our background like where you know you you see in the background there's a big empty wall right here we need to put something here so we'll see if if you see see the next time we're on that we're gonna be castle there sarah beat me (laughs) if we could afford that castle (laughs) we would be doing other things (laughs) so might i bring you back around to my cookie jar idea okay okay it's 55 dollars. you can get them i think you can get i know you can get them at world of disney um, I think you can get them at each of the big gift shops in each of the parks. You can get the one landmark for that park because that's where I got mine in Epcot. But I think the thing is, kind of like whatever this this marketing technique is, is like you market down low enough that you're kind of like, oh, well, it's not two hundred and fifty thousand. Yeah, it's fifty five. So maybe I'll get two. What a deal! <laughs> maybe I'll get two. Maybe, maybe I'll, I'll get, get all four yeah, of them. I'll get four. Do we so need two still- <laughs> carry-ons? Because I could fit two probably so in a carry-on. you're still spending, you know, $200, $250 on oh, What is $250 compared to $250,000? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> Either way, we are coming home from our next trip a little more broke than we left. <laughs> I don't know that we have any of these things actually on. Well... You want that coach plush? I mean, we're going to look. We'll look. Yeah. We'll we'll see. We got to go test. We got to research. Yeah. <laughs> but that's it. We've got through the 10 yeah. of them. So, yeah. I mean, I think that that's a, a pretty pretty fun list. Like, we want to keep it a little bit lighthearted. Uh, you know, if you are inclined, <laughs> you know, to, to go get these items and tell us about it. Oh, know, not do. gift us the or, items. I mean, if you want to gift it, that's Our even PO better. box is in the description. <laughs> <laughs> Even better, like we could, you know, test it out for you. Um, There's a no. blank wall right here. <laughs> Imagine we could put a plush, we could put a lightsaber. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think it's one of those, it's, uh, these are those like pipe dreams, right? Like, oh yeah. You know, um, getting this different, different items and just kind of like, wow, look at that. Look, look at these like uh, creative ways that they're, you know, changing. And again, these are very simple things that they're putting crystals on it or, you know, putting lights on it. And, uh, but they're up in the merch game yeah. and it's cool to see new things instead of just the same old stuff. Yeah. I think that's the thing is like just seeing new and different things is always fun. Yep. I think that about wraps up this episode. Thank you so much for hanging out with us and drop us a comment with your favorite souvenir to buy at the Disney parks. Yeah. And let us know if it's, bougie or budget yeah one thing we did want to call out is make sure you are following along on instagram at hondo supply he is doing a charity right now a charity event for he calls it the ornament project ornament is an ornamental but it is a fundraiser to raise funds for mission 22 and he has different artists painting their own version of an ornament and it is going up for auction on december 11th steven has submitted yeah an ornament for this. And so we are going to be watching, we're going to be spending money on that. Yeah. <laughs> That's probably where most of our money is going to go, but follow along Hondo supply at Instagram. His link will be in the show notes. And until next time. 